quite incredible in Gosford. Here goes Tilio. Numbers forward for City. Tilio, great pace. Tilio deflected. And Tilio scores. Spraying the ball wide for Tilio. McLaren wants it. McLaren takes a touch. And it's 10 out of 10 for Jamie McLaren. Reeves goes short. No one marking Campbell. Lafondre against Sale. Oh, and exactly. Sale makes the save! Incredible! Now what's going on here? He's come off his line or something. They're going to look at this. Don't tell me. I think they're going to give a penalty for this, you know. I do not believe it. A second penalty for Sydney. He's seen one effort saved. Might be the last kick of the game. And he's Missed put it, it over the top of the bar! You're joking. I see it, but I do not believe it. Yes, hello again. Good to have your company for the global game here on SEN. Another busy show ahead of us between now and 11 o'clock. Here's what's coming up tonight. We'll review all the round 11 action in the A-League men's competition and speak to Rado Vidisic about his seemingly unstoppable Melbourne City team. Former New Zealand keeper and Sky Sport New Zealand analyst Jacob Spoonley joins us to discuss that crazy game at the Sydney Football Stadium on Saturday. Spencer Pryor looks back at the FA Cup third round, which saw Newcastle United sent packing and Aston Villa embarrassed. Alicia Carnavas reviews the weekend action in the A-League Women's, which saw the Western Sydney Wanderers finally get a win. And Paul Williams on Vietnam's seemingly inevitable march to the AFF Cup in Football Asia. It's all to come over the next two hours on The Global Game, right here on SEN. Yeah, good to have you with us for another two hours football chat, all in the company of my regular cohort, Alex Brosk, and our new producer for the next three weeks, who is Mark Thompson. Alex Molchinoff is away on his holidays. Good to have you with us, Mark. Good evening, gentlemen. Glad to be here. Excited to be here. And you're from Bonnie, Scotland, and you're an Inverness Cali fan. Absolutely, yeah. I'm excited the Global Games now got two Brits on the show. It's, <laughs> yes, it's, we're, we're, we're taking over. We we're are. taking over. <laughs> we're colonizing as we normally do. Uh, Broski, how was your week? Um, it was good. Obviously, that crazy game between Sydney and Wellington with yourself. Um, otherwise, a bit quiet. Bit quiet. No, no golf this week. No golf. No time for golf. Not wow. this time of year. Busy man. Uh, <laughs> as ever, we love to hear from you. Give us a call thirteen hundred oh one eleven seventy, or text us oh four five seven seven three six seven three six, or you can tweet us at Global Game Sen. Of course, we've got a double pass to the A League Men's Game of your choosing for the best texter, stroke caller, stroke tweeter. So join the conversation. And we'll also give away one of our great T-shirts that uh, sport the images of myself and Alex Brosk with beards that are probably a bit longer <laughs> than they are in reality. And I can tell you, Mark Thompson has got a beard that's better than both of us, Brosky. <laughs> yes, that's absolutely. the only reason they hired me. <laughs> you have to be hairy to be on this show. Uh, let's get into it then with Starter for Five. And this week's starter for five, thanks to Guzman E. Gomez, fast food that athletes say yes to. Question one, Alex Brosk. A serious topic, of course. We had the press conference today, James Johnson announcing the sanctions 
that have been handed down to Melbourne Victory. The Victory sanctions handed down for you suitably tough or overall a bit rough? Um, no, look, I think they are suitably tough. It is um, in terms of the, the actual dollar value on it, um, the, the largest that's ever been handed out in 550000 So it is big. And look, I, I, I think we have to stamp this behaviour out. And um, it is on Melbourne Victory, um, you know, to control their crowd at the end of the day. And look, I do hate the fact that, you know, one of the league's best active supporter groups won't be seen uh, for the rest of the season. Now, that's definitely not good for our game, but... And while it is only a handful of idiots who um, who definitely don't belong at our games, they are, at the end of the day, uh, victory fans. They need to be kept in line. And, you know, if we called out Sydney United after the Australia Cup final to mm. get their fans in order, then the same has to be said about Melbourne victory. The actives are going to be locked out for the rest of the season. No away fans for any victory games. Uh, Ten-point deductions suspended. And I actually think that's a good thing. That's over for the next three seasons because that is now a deterrent, isn't it, for any future misbehaviour, but it's hanging over them for the next three seasons. And uh, the Melbourne Derby is going to be replayed from the 22nd minute, sometime in April, uh, restarting with the score at 1-0, as it was, uh, of course, when they went off. Uh, There's going to be a new task force created by Football Australia to uh, initially, I guess, try and put a curb on the flares that are smuggled into the grounds. And Victory's response uh, today is that they will... Uh, disband the active groups. I don't quite know how they do that, but because <laughs> they didn't create them in the first place. But I guess, you know, they've got to be seen to to be taking that action. Yeah, absolutely. Look, and that's what uh, I think everybody wants to see, um, some action taken by Melbourne Victory. We, we don't want to see these, um, these yep. scenes ever again. Okay. Uh, question two, Mark Thompson, your debut question. Uh, as we mentioned, you're an Inverness Caledonian Thistle supporter. This has got to be the first Inverness Cali question <laughs> we've ever asked on this show. So Billy Dodds, the manager, uh, is still the man, or quite frankly, you're not a fan? I am not a fan. Ten <laughs> goals in two games, I don't care. We've had awful, awful... You've just won back-to-back games, Mark. Yeah, I know, but you've not played good football. They were against Arbroath and Cove. Cove just sacked their manager. <laughs> Arbroath are playing some of the worst football you'll ever see in your life. I mean, can I just say, very happy that the fact that on this uh, this football show, forget the sanctions, forget the Mariners form or the FA Cup draws... <laughs> It's all about whether Billy Dodds, the championship <laughs> manager of Inverness. It's a, this is the only reason he stuck his hand up to actually produce this show. Oh, yeah, yeah, he yeah. wanted to get that bit out. When are we talking about whether David Carson should be played at right back or centre mid versus Queen's Park on Saturday? That's what I'm looking forward to. Cove is near Aberdeen, is yes, that right? Yes, it is. Yeah, I thought it was. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Uh, question three. Broski, Matty Ryan switched from FC Copenhagen to RZ Alkmaar. The move that needed to be made or he should have fought for his place and stayed? Um, no, look, I think he's got a fight on his hands where he's going anyway. So I think it's definitely not about that. But he, he needed to go for me. It was definitely a, a toxic environment for him where he was, especially personally with the um, Grabara incident and all the comments that he made towards uh, Matty Ryan. So, look, I, I think a fresh start will be good for him. He's at a good club in Holland. They're fighting for Champions League uh, spots. So I think um, I'm looking forward to seeing how he goes. He's got to make this work, hasn't he? Because it's been a bit of a pattern that's developed over the last couple of years with Matty. He's gone from club to club to club and seems to end up back at square one. Yeah, which is, is difficult. Um, I mean, I certainly haven't seen a, a career quite like that, you know, especially for someone who has the ability he has Absolutely. and how good he is. It is quite strange. Uh, and definitely, again, nothing on his personality as a guy. He's one of the nicest guys there is. So I, I actually I can't understand it, but I hope that this is, you know, where he settles and finds some great form. And so say all of us. Question four, Mark Thompson. Gianni Infantino's plea for every country to name a stadium after Pele. 
A worthy request or grandstanding at best? Grandstanding at best. <laughs> I think it's a it's, it's a hilarious effort to try and get some stadium named after Pele here. I don't know what personally how much cultural impact he's had in every single country around mm. the world of football. But how about we get our own situation sorted first? Exactly. How then, about we name some stadiums after our own players? I've got first. three suggestions. Go on. The Schwarzer Stadium, yeah. the yeah. Ange Arena, and my favourite Craig Morton Daly Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell Maury that one. He'll like that one. And I think that was to be very fitting for him. Uh, question five, Broski. Has the music run out? Have we lost the it music? Has run out. Wait for it. Wait for it. Here it comes. There it is. There we go. Uh, question five, Broski. Melbourne City to win three premierships in a row. Still too early to say or give them the plate now. Don't wait until May. Look, I would give them the plate now. I don't think there's anyone in the league anywhere near as consistent as they are, uh, right through from second all the way down. Um, look, they're playing great football. You know, Berenguer is back as well, so they've got plenty of depth. Um, and I can't see anyone getting close to them for the Premier's plate. Anyway. Yeah, they're looking pretty good, aren't yeah. they? And we'll speak to Rado Vidasic, their interim coach, a little bit later on in the show. That was this week's Starter for Five, thanks to Guzman y Gomez, home of clean, healthy burritos and bowls that athletes say yes to. If you've got any views on uh, any of those topics or anything else in the world of football, give us a call, 1300 011170. Text us 0457 736 736, or you can tweet us at Global Game SEN. We're off to our first quick break on the other side of it. We'll talk to Jacob Spoonley, former Wellington Phoenix goalkeeper, now an analyst with Sky Sport New Zealand, about that extraordinary game at Allianz Stadium between Sydney FC and the Knicks at the weekend.